everybody. Welcome back to Brooklyn Boxing Podcast. I am joined by Khalil Ko. Thanks so, so much for joining the show today. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. I appreciate you having me up here, man. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Where are you at right now? You're in Jersey? Yeah, I'm in Jersey. Yeah. In, in, in training camp, getting ready for this, 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 the next one. That's what I was going to ask. When is the next one? What, what is it coming up soon or, or what are the soon. plans? Soon, soon. That's no, all I can say at, 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 <laughs> at, the, at the moment. <laughs> you can't you can't reveal any info or anything on the podcast. <laughs> no, nah, not yet, not yet. Not yet. All right, cool, cool. Well, how's everything going with training camp? I know you know your last fight. You were on the on the big show on the on the matchroom card. We'll talk about that, how that came about. But um, you know how you how you feeling looking to make that second pro fight? You know, make another statement. Definitely, you know, um, I, I guess I feel like I did what I was supposed to do, you know, um, but with better competition, I just, I, I always feel like I could do better, you know, like, so I'm just practicing on things that I didn't do so well. And I mean, it wasn't that long of a fight, but we still, we break down everything, every, every, every fight and, and we look on what, what we can do better. So right now I'm just, like I said, always back to the drawing board. Uh, a win doesn't always help you, you know, sometimes you learn more from the losses, but so. So what do you feel like you mentioned, you know, the, basically that sometimes you might fight down to your competition or fight up to your competition. Like, do you think in that first pro debut, obviously you got the result you were looking for, but um, do you ever feel that like in amateur fights too? Or like, would you ever fight down to your competition or is it make it more difficult when there's a guy in front of you, you know, you're better than? Yes, it does. Cause sometimes you tend to get lats, you know, you tie, you tend to, you know, over, over, like I would say too confident, you know, you know, anybody has a puncher's chance. So it's like, you never know what that guy can hit you with unorthodox. Like he's out, like an awkward fighter. You're not used to that. You're used to you're used to people that actually have time, like actually is on your level. So you 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 you're more aware of certain things that you might not be aware of when someone who's really not on your level, they might throw something that you would never expect, you know. And it only takes one punch. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of uh I think a lot of fans and people who watch boxing, they don't realize that a lot of these kind of pro debut fights are early on in your career. Sometimes these opponents are really dangerous because you don't know what they're going to throw. They're so unorthodox. They're not mm -hmm. coming at you like with the fundamental approach always. So it can be, um, you know, dangerous in there. But you got the result you're looking for. We're moving on. You know, you got your second pro fight on the book soon. Um, but to rewind everything here and kind of go back to, you know, your your start in boxing. I, I saw in an interview you were talking a lot about how your mom got you into the gym because you were getting in trouble, you were, you were getting in fights, you know, outside, outside in, in the street or whatever. Um, what was the first day like when your mom brought you into that gym? You said you just loved it right away. You loved the, the atmosphere, the energy. Immediately, you know, I still like, I can visually like see what happened when I walked in the gym, you know, like as far as like from the bag situation set up to the, to the ring, I could smell the leather, you know, like it was, it was different for me, you know, it was like, I played, I played a lot of sports, but this one was like, oh, okay. I see people in the ring punching each other and punching the bag. I'm like, oh, I'm about to do that. Like, I'm about to, I'm a, that's going to be me. I'm about to, and I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get the boxing shoes. I'm trying to get the, 
the 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 you know all the look the haircuts like the boxes everybody I'm like but it was it was it was it was an amazing feeling like every day I was rushing to get home so I could go to the gym like I want to hurry up and, and, and I had to do my homework so I'm trying to do it in class I'm getting in trouble for doing my homework in class <laughs> just so I could go home and just go straight to the gym but it was it was a it was it definitely it definitely changed changed my life so there was no hesitation after getting hit a few times in the gym because you already had some experience fighting right outside in the street was, and stuff like that. Me, it was more like I had to get payback. Like you guys beat me up today, but eventually I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna get mine. So every day I came back, you know, I used to ask to spar a lot. You like, no, not sparring every day, but I always wanted to get mine back. Like I'm gonna get if I don't let I land one punch today, I'm gonna land three the next time we spar. You know, so it was always about get back in payback revenge it was revenge with me so i'm sure i'm sure your mom was happy right you were you had your energy focused more in the gym um mm -hmm. for yourself too like on the mental aspect of things like you were getting in fights outside of the gym but now that you're training and you wanted to be in there as much as possible like that must have gave you a lot of structure right and we kind of just you like inner peace like you, you just definitely because it, 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 it teaches you it teaches you discipline you know like you can you can use that in many different aspects in your life. Like discipline, it helps with everything. Like, oh, what happened? Oh, you see me? Yep. Uh, yeah, but um, it 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 helps you deal with any everything. Like as far as like maintaining your weight, you got to know what to eat and how to eat. And once she's seen, I was like, oh, ma, I can't eat that, ma. She would cook. Like, ma, my coach said I can't eat that. <laughs> I gotta, you know, so she it would it'd be funny to she's like, well, you better eat this food. You know, I cooked all this food, eat this food, but I'm like, my coach said I can't eat that. So like it started off little stuff like that. Like I stopped eating candy and chips, like I still don't eat that stuff to this day. Like, but it was it was it it, it did a lot for me. Definitely. So you were maybe gonna be a heavyweight at one point, but since then you cutting down. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. So what weight are you going to go at um, in the future? Is it going to be light heavyweight? Are you going to go to 168? Are you going to bounce around? I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be campaigning at 68, but uh, my next one will be at 75. Uh, but in the future, I will definitely be at 68. Okay. Okay. So at, at 75 and at 68, do you feel like there's much of a difference in your power or abilities or, or not too hard to, to get there? Um, it's not too hard. I've been, I've been to, uh, 168 before you know um like in the amateurs actually i was i was almost i would say i was around one 169 one 170 you know um i had to stop when i went to the chemistry cut when i actually fought the cuban i was i was really light so they told me like i had to calm down on the workout i was too excited that was my first international tournament i was like i gotta you know and i wound up getting i wound up getting really low and I didn't feel I didn't feel any any different or anything like that, you know. Um, I still feel strong. I probably was a little a little faster, you yeah. know. But uh, you know, I, I, feel, I still I feel I feel good. I feel good. And talk to me a little bit about the the fight against uh, the Cuban fighter Julio Caesar Cruz, who's I believe in the Olympics right now. But when you when you fought him, you know you knocked him out, and he was. He was kind of showboating a little bit early on and, and he paid for that. Um, was it, was that, were you kind of expecting to hurt him in there or just the knockout came? Um, I was, 
I wasn't expecting the knockout at all. You know, I I know I wanted to hurt him because he it was you can't leave it up to the judges when you were fighting him. You see what I'm saying? So I knew I had to make it clear. I didn't know I was gonna knock him out, but I trained to win. You know, so it was I was understandable. You know, so um, and people felt that's he wasn't showboating. That's how he fights. You know, he don't he don't he don't they don't the the, the Cuban team. There's only a few of the guys on that team that actually try to hurt you, like or, you know, punch, punch, like try to punch. These most of them just try to like like pity pat, get like points and things like that. You see, so it's really it's really it's really rare when you have to like worry about a punch with them guys, you know. So they, you can watch the fight. You there was a time where I even I even put my hands down, my hands down, and I backed up like because he just was dancing around the ring, and I'm like, that's not a fight, you know. Yeah, like I back, put my hands down and I backed up, made them come to me. You know, so it was like I heard my team yelling certain things, and then I heard my my coach in the corner. You know, if you if you listen, my coach told me to throw the punch. You know, Coach uh, K Karoma, he he told me to throw that punch. You know, so it all comes with just listening and listening to your corner and have confidence in in, in your in your camp and your training. No doubt. I mean that that win obviously got you a lot of buzz. Um, it's led to where you're at now and, um, you know, Matchroom, Eddie Hearn, um, part of that promotion, a lot of huge fights that they got going on and, and you're going to be a part of that future for them. Talk to me yeah. about getting, getting that call from Eddie Hearn or Matchroom and, um, you know, realizing that you're going to be part of, you know, one of the premier promote promoters and, uh, premier shows. Definitely. You know, there was a, um, there's a, there's a, I know a lot of guys that were signed with Matchroom, you know, so it was like, all right, cool. Let's have my teammates on there. So I'm, uh, I, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be dope. You know? So at, at first I was, I was dealing with, uh, you know, I was dealing with top rank. I was leaning toward top rank, you know, and then that didn't, that didn't, that didn't work out. And I was dealing with, uh, as I was actually talking to PBC, they kind matchroom, you know, one of the um Julian, you know, Hammerhands. His uh his father reached out and was like, um, yeah, um, Eddie, Eddie would, would like to sit down and talk to you, you know. So in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm go, I don't want to go to PBC no more. I want to go to matchroom, you know. So I just dropped everything and was like, all right, when can we meet? You know, and uh, we said we, we we had set up a meeting, uh, Kevin Rooney and a couple of other guys, you know, and we just made it down, made it happen. Did you always envision that, like in your head, like signing with a big promoter like that? I know you've gone through some issues, like outside of the ring, um, you know, legally and stuff like that, and you having to stay focused and and just make sure that you know you're envisioning success and and you know, did you have that? in your head, those pictures of signing um, with a big promoter and, and getting that first fight under, under your, your belt. The, um, for a while, I, I, de I definitely, you know, I had, I had big plans. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to do this. Cause literally after I um fought the Cuban, all of the promoters were contacting me. You see what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, my manager, we're like, Oh, we have a, we have a, um, we have options, you know? And then I got into some, to some, to some legal trouble. And I had to go away for a while. And once I came back, I had doubt. Like, oh, I don't know if it's going to be the same. So I'm going to have to work extra hard, you know. So 
they my uh my manager we put up the uh that's when we had the meet and they seen me training and, and things like that you know it was like oh I guess and they they like oh we 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 didn't forget you you know we still we remember like so and and that was a blessing you know for them to even give me that that opportunity again. Yeah. And I'm sure just for your own mental side and like the people listening, like, I think it's an interesting topic for them to like draw inspiration from, because at that point when you're really down, you know, you had to have been talking to yourself, right. Giving yourself encouragement, giving your, not only your mental game, keeping that strong, but physically, I'm sure, you know, you had to continue to work out and make sure you didn't, you know, get fat or, you know, stay, stay, stay ready. So I guess, if you could give a little insight into like day to day, like how you kind of kept yourself in a positive mindset and how it all really paid off. I mean, look at yourself now, it all, it all worked. So you're, you're where you envisioned you were going to be going. Definitely. You know, um, for a while, I, for a while, I didn't do anything, you know, like I was, I was more beating myself up or, Oh, how did I get into this? How did I, you know, like it was more of a, 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 a mental battle with myself, you know. Then once I once I, I spoke to a few people to like boxing is they, this is what they told me boxing is a redemption sport, you know. All you have to do is you have to want it, you know. So I uh, I got out of what you call it the slump, you know. Started I started training and, and and reading, you know, reading, reading and praying, you know. That's what that's what it works, man. It works. You you feed the brain, the muscle, everything will come together. You know, and, and next thing you know, I was I was I was up and running, you know, without even without even realizing what I was doing. So when it was when it was that time, I was ready. Yep, yep. It's uh you're right, it's a redemption sport. Um, everyone loves a good comeback too. So I'm sure people are excited for your success and they want you to keep it rolling. But um you know, one, one a little side note here, like I, I was watching some of your past interviews and, you know, you had the opportunity to spar Terrence Crawford. I'm sure there's a bunch of other names too that we don't even know about, but, um, you know, Terrence clearly on top of the game right now, we want to see him fight Errol Spence, but Errol's got to fight Pacquiao, which is a tremendous fight. I can't wait for that. But talk to us about um, sparring Terrence Crawford, like maybe what he was like in the ring or what you picked up from him, what you learned from just being um, around. The, the, the work ethic, you know, he works like crazy. Like he works, he does uh, 15 rounds of sparring straight, you know, uh, four minute rounds. All Like he, he molded like, oh, like one day, all right, if, he, if this is what he did to get where he's at, then I'm going to do this, you know, if this is what he have to do and, and, and put the time in and work, like, like we run the, we were in Colorado, we run in the, uh, I'm not sure many people might not know about it, but it's called like the monitor incline. It's like the, um, it's a real, it's a mountain, you know, we go up, yep. the, we run up the mountain and it's, 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 it's harder than people think, you know, we go up the mountain, you climb the mountain, yeah. steps, and run down. This guy's taking off on us, you know, with a backpack on he's just gone i'm like what then he runs with the water that's on his book bag now we got to chase him it's just everything it just it's just from from the from the from the diet to even outside of the ring you know like he doesn't 
we were all in one house. We playing the game for push-ups and things like that. Everything was to 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 get better. Yeah, he's definitely got <laughs> that old school work ethic and mentality. And you know, I say old school because I don't know if you had a chance to see, but recently that documentary on Showtime called The Kings, and it focused on Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Tommy Hearns, Marvin Hagler. <laughs> And just kind of how they all had to fight each other, that that era of boxing, how crazy that was. And you get to see firsthand in that documentary how hard these guys worked outside of the ring training. And, um, you know, a lot of people cl classify Terrence Crawford as kind of an old school uh, throwback fighter, a Marvin Hagler type switch stance. A lot of people draw that comparison. And, and yep. it should Ray Leonard's a guy that you – you know, are a big fan of, right? You didn't really grow up a huge boxing fan, but once you got into the sport, he was a guy that you kind of idolized, right? Yes, sir. My favorite fighter all the time. Yeah, Sugar Ray Leonard. I mean, he had some absolute wars that were highlighted in that doc. I mean, of course, against Marvin Hagler, Hearns, yep. and then, you know, and in, in his fights with Duran, of course. Duran. He fought those Don't guys. Were just, uh, <laughs> they were just built different. I mean, it was crazy. Um but what what about Duran's game? Did you or I mean, what about uh, Sugar Ray Leonard's game? Did you really did you really like? He was when I, as coming up, he was he was flashy. That's what caught my attention, you know. Then I had the older older people in the gym like, oh, check this out. They weren't really like onto the new school boxers. So when I was watching them, I just like even the footwork and the the the, the afro. He used to <laughs> dance around the ring and you know, and he was he was like he was fast like. It was crazy. I used to be trying to, I tried, I, I used to try to do that exact thing on the punching bag, the footwork and everything, you know, it didn't look the same, you know, <laughs> but I was trying it, but he just, oh man. He's, yeah. There's spectacular. Mike Tyson, like Mike Tyson on his podcast, talked talk to the Sugar Ray Leonard. And there was two things that he said that I thought was so cool. Like, and he was getting emotional about it. He was saying, man, like Sugar Ray could, he could, you know, hit twice and it sounded like one punch, like just his speed, how fast he was. And then also, he also is joking around with Sugar Ray saying, man, you're, you're, you're just a pretty, you know, pretty motherfucker. He kept saying pretty, all yeah. but he's like, people don't realize like that you were a killer though, a dog too. And, uh, you know, they, they looked at him and thought he was like this flashy, good looking dude but he was just as much a killer as Duran or, or Hearns or any of those guys. So, you know, interesting dynamic, right? When you get a guy who's got the look and then also he's just a dog in the ring. You underestimate guys like that, but that's what boxing teaches you. It teaches you, you know, to, to never underestimate anyone because you never know what anyone is capable of. You know, I remember one guy I met uh, from, 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 uh, from North, North New Jersey. The first time I seen him, I had took my girl, my girlfriend out to uh to get her feet and her nails done and things like that, you know. So when I walked in the in the into the into the store, here this guy was, he was he was sitting there getting his nails and his feet done, you know, and, and I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> you know, like I'm a feminine, you know. And the next time I seen this guy, he was in my gym and he knocked somebody out. You know, <laughs> his name is John Thompson. I'm like, Okay, see that right there. You never know what what someone you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, <laughs> you can't judge a book by the cover, no doubt. But um, yeah, it's crazy. Sugar Ray is obviously a a, le a legend, but 
uh, guys in your weight class or around your weight class that you like, I know if you've mentioned in the past, right, Andre Ward and some of you guys like that, but, um, you know, in today, today's game, 168 is, is hot. You got Canelo, of course, Benavidez, um, Caleb Plant, and then another guy from, from, from Brooklyn, you know, that uh, was with Keith as well as Edgar Berlin. Yeah. He's another young guy coming up at 168, knocking everybody out. His last fight was, was great. It went the, went the distance. Um, but man, there's a lot of buzz around your weight division. Listen, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to, when I, if I clash, hopefully the clash with any one of them guys, you know, just know it's going to be, it's going to be explosive. You know, they, they know about me. I'm pretty sure they, you know, I had a chance to, to meet Bivol. I'm pretty sure he didn't know what I told him. I, understand what I was saying, but I told him I was gonna knock him out. You know, <laughs> I was still an amateur at the time, but I didn't care, you know, like uh I don't I, I spar with the the best of them, you know. So I really like I, I watch and I and I study everybody, you know. I watch Benavidez, I watch Belanga, you know. I like Caleb though. Caleb that's that's he did the footwork. He's he's one of them guys, you know. Yeah, a lot of people are a lot of people are sleeping on Caleb. Um, you know, it's so hard to pick against Canelo, right? I mean, I just don't. I just it's hard for me to see anyone beating Canelo right now. But I don't know. I mean, I think Caleb would have be. I think Caleb beats uh, Billy Joe Saunders. Definitely, definitely. So it's like um, you know, you never know. I think Caleb's like he's a great test for Canelo. What do you think? Do you think he's got a chance if they make that happen? Listen. Billy Joe Saunders was actually beating Canelo, you know? He just got a little too confident and got a little too close to Canelo, <laughs> you know? And I don't see Caleb doing that. I think he's I think he's a, he's a smarter fighter than that, you know? He knows he's not underestimating Canelo, you know? I don't think he will go in and underestimate him. I know that he won't, he won't, he will box. He's going to have to box him the whole, the whole 12, you know? Yeah. No one wants to stand toe to toe with Canelo unless it's maybe Triple G or or uh, maybe Benavidez would as well. It's just another future matchup that could happen. I would love to see that. I would love to see that. That would be that. Would, Benavidez is, is a dog. I don't think he don't he don't care who's in front of him. He's a dog, you know, and he just walks to you hands down. He just walks to you. I don't <laughs> I just like to to bring that that energy to someone and you just in a professional ranks and you don't, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't really don't see that too often. Like a guy is able to do walk forward like that with that classic Mexican style. I mean, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, 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 it's wild, but there's some, as we're talking about it, you know, there's a lot of hot matchups right now. You got Errol Spence and Pacquiao. It's another great fight. <laughs> Um, I'd like to ask your opinion on a few of these fights. So starting out with Errol and, and Pac-Man, personally, I'm riding with Pacquiao just because he's such a legend and I want to see him win. I mean, I think it's clearly a tall task, but how do you see that playing out? Um, I love Pacquiao, you know, um, I love his story, where he come from. I've been watching Pacquiao forever, you know, but I, I want him to win, but we we know better, you know. Um, it's you, think a, Errol, like you, said, you think Errol stops him? Um, it's a possibility, you know. Um, I don't. I think I I think it'll go to distance, you know. 
it's not I don't think it's gonna be easy for 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 uh Earl because Pac- Pacquiao is different. You know the the he hasn't he hasn't fought anybody with that 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 explosive. You never know when he's he's coming in about 12 punches and then he's back out again. You don't you never know. Like so I think I think it'll be a good fight. I think it'll be a definitely, definitely a good fight. I want him to win. I like I like Errol Spence too, but he's like a legend. I don't I don't want to see a legend, you know. Nah, I can't. It'll hurt it'll hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm with you. I think uh I'd like to see Pacquiao get it done, but I think Errol's probably my heart says Pacquiao brain Spence, you know, we'll see what happens, but I'm excited that it's happening. You know, we're not getting the Errol Spence, Terrence Crawford fight, which everyone wants, but this is pretty good. I mean, this is pretty, this is close to that, that fight, you know, like um, I'm just happy we're getting good fights. So in the heavyweight division right now, of course we have Wilder and Fury um, now postponed to October. Um, Give me your thoughts on really what I want to know is you know Malik Scott who's a guy you know I've interviewed before and I think a really really good dude I've spent some time with him and really interesting um just approach in general like do do you think he has enough time to get Wilder basically to teach him some new teach an old dog new tricks um I mean that goes that that goes back to what I was saying like it's all on how bad you want it you know you fought this guy twice one draw one, 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 one loss. How bad do you want to beat this guy? You know, like you have to, you have to, you have to really want. You have to be a sponge and be willing to learn and and, and, and be teachable. You know, it's, it's it's it's. I can't say it's 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 easy, but all you have to do is listen. You know, listen, and 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 it'll happen. Yeah. So yeah. I I think he can get it done, but he has to want it. He has to want it more than anybody else, you know? Yeah, it's going to be – I don't know. I don't know who to pick. You know, I, I'd, I'd like to ride with Wilder, USA guy, and, uh, you know, I like his team and stuff like that. Fury. But, man, it's hard to pick against Fury too because I like Fury. Fury. I like both of them, but – Definitely. He's, he's a beast. You know, he doesn't – and he doesn't fight like a heavyweight. You know, he, well – he doesn't fight like a modern day heavyweight, you know, he fights like he has the footwork and, you know, he does the, you don't, you don't really expect that from a guy with his size, even with his build, you wouldn't expect that, you know, you'd be like, this guy, oh, he doesn't, until you actually get in the ring with him and then you see, like, it's crazy. Yeah, his movement is ridiculous. I mean, he's fun to watch. Um <clears throat> great fight so i can't wait for that we got some big fights coming up in box in the boxing world right now canelo plant hopefully the heavyweight trilogy pacquiao spence um i know there's some big fight rumors um that i'm sure are going to be announced very soon um that we can't wait for we're excited to continue watching your career as you rise through the ranks um but while you're in training camp too just to kind of like wrap up on this um, for maybe the people listening, get to know you a little bit better when you're hanging out, you know, after a hard training session, like what are you flipping on TV or like, what are you into? Do you like watching other sports like basketball or football or what? Like, is there movies, TV shows, anything you're um, on? I was actually, I was into this show, uh, called manifest, you know, I watched the show manifest 
a little bit, but I'm more of a, I'm more of a, I, I like to play the game. You know, I play the game 2K, Madden, you know, GTA. That's what I do. So anybody, anybody that wants, you know, to play you, they got to get their game, your gamer tag and they got to see what you, what yeah, kind just, of sit, just drop the gamer tag <laughs> and, and, and it's up. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Well, Hey man, I appreciate you spending some time uh, talking a little boxing with me. It was super interesting to get to know your story a little bit and get to know you a little. And, you know, I'm excited to continue watching your career. I know the fans are, you're going to be another, another big name into the shark tank of the 168, 175 kind of range. So, you know, we're excited for you. Let, let the people know if uh, you know where they can follow you on IG or any shout outs you want to give. Thank you, man. I appreciate you having me, first of all, you know, and uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Kaloko underscore. I'm on Twitter at Kaloko and the number one. And I just want to give a shout out to all of my the people that support me and, you know, that's, that's, that's behind me and pushing me. I appreciate y'all. No doubt. No doubt. Everyone go check this out at the Pod Matrix on YouTube and follow me on Instagram at Brooklyn Boxing Podcast. Appreciate the interview. It'll be out very soon. Let's go.